0: How much you hey, want for this beat? This beat. Five stacks. This beat. This beat ain't even for sale. I ain't even gonna hold you. Word sucks. to everything I love. They some the the smoke the mirror. From out from the you let know the what I'm saying? I'm taking this shit the fuck back. Word's ball, my brother. No one could touch that. I make a hater want to love my shit. And the whole entire industry can suck my dick. Niggas like me ain't got a right 16. They battle rappers in the club hoping we might get seen. Listen. All over your fake freestyles. I'm pissing. Plus, I got from God to listen how I want to. Now I'm going to do what I wish to. Rap Lord, smack the floor the fucking sister. You better recognize, son, I ain't playing. Pay close attention to everything I'm saying. Because I'm a one-man army. And I promise you, your 13-man team cannot harm me. Starving artists with a grudge. sautéed, de your raid deep-fried the prison free innocent victims of the wicked system give me the justice and the honor we do swinging with orangutans we belong in a zoo you better open up the lines and let this- Shine, Open up like the vines and let the sun shine Open up like the vines and let the sun shine Let the smoke cloud clear so the sun can shine Open up like the vines and let the sun shine Open up like the vines and let the sun shine Open up like the vines and let the sun shine Let the smoke cloud clear so the, sun's the sun can shine You know I wanna take you out that outfit Ain't no doubt about it You're silly girl South Philly girl You know I wanna meet you in the middle don't puzzle the riddle, you feel me girl, I'm going feel you Philly chicks and make Jay kiss and overlook. I remember I used to stand outside her overbroke. Wait until my joint came out. I was fucking Aisha before the song came out. Her best friend Keisha was a bit older. And she told her, Hayes got a boulder. Keisha was curious, so she had to try it. Still, I'd rather see Aisha in a violet open sundress. Let the sun shine, open up the blinds and let the sun shine. Open up the blinds and let the sun shine. Let, let the smoke cloud clear so the sun can shine. Open up the blinds and let the sun shine Open up the blinds And let the sun shine Open up the blinds And let the sun shine Let the smoke cloud clear So the sun can shine, can shine. shine. Powers that be on the key Rap trivial And cosmetic That's pathetic and pitiful I don't fall for it Nor will I stand for it Genocide rap Little kids dance to it Gunshots Helicopters in the neighborhood But you got some new kicks So the flavor's good Just the other night Thirteen shots rung It took about a half an hour For the cops to come That's sicker than the tip Of an old. Toilet brush. Some people get a kick out of that shit. They should all get flushed. Poor people have been conditioned to accept horror. Imagine if Katrina would have hit Santa Barbara. People are sick. Drug companies got them dying. Bottom line is it's all about the bottom line. It don't take a genius god. They can't cure a common cold, but they got a pill to keep your penis hard. Ain't no money in curing your stress and your strife, but take this tablet once a day for the rest of your life. It's a motherfucking joke, but ain't shit funny. This country's just a giant corporation trying to get money. Open up the and let the shine the suns and let the sun shine. Slipping like the suns and let the sun shine. Let the smoke laugh clear so the sun can shine. Sliping up the plans and let the sun shine. Sliping like the suns and let the sun shine. Slipping like the suns and let the sun shine. Let the smoke clap clear so, like 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 so, so the sun can shine.
1: He would know what's best in my family because he's a doctor. So we all got blue shots. <laughs>
2: Did you know the vitamins and nutrients will be illegal? In the year 2010, if we don't awaken the sheeple, these globalists are murderers. They're about to look it up. Codex Alimentarius baby, look it up. They spray- the sky like roaches, Does a shock. You don't worry, they got a pill for you. Where's your doctor? Are your legs restless? Are you shy? Forget the side effects, not that many people die. Genetically modified foods are the bomb. They gave lab rats cancer, but please don't be alarmed. Soon GMO foods will be a staple. The only thing you'll be able to put on your kitchen table. Their own documents have shown. No food shall be grown, and Monsanto don't own. Worldwide, there ain't no way to run. Thank the World Trade Organization and International Monetary Fund. We the sheep of America, America, America Simply the sheep of America We the sheep of America 100 plus of the world's wealthiest people meet every June to see to it the plan is complete Prime ministers, presidents, billionaires, CEOs, international bankers, C3P the young cycle past who fawn over their elders and give them thoughts and graphs, pondering how to reduce the population, injecting our boys and girls with poisonous inoculations. Yum, yum, mercury's good, at least the news will tell you that, and they certainly should, cause they're owned by the CFR, but who cares about the Royal Institute of International Affairs? Jerry Springer's on, yeah, two transvestites are about the fist fight, meanwhile they're making plans for the order of the new world, about to send the
3: come cut me my check. Hear the thunder in the distance and the trumpets of the gods, the fires of revolution that the Oh, Singing songs, screaming, bring our soldiers home It's not where they belong We don't want to work your shitty jobs Or fight the latest wars Or eat the happy bills, just sell and make us done board We've had it up to here and we're not taking anymore The time will come soon when they'll say
4: Nights at 7 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. It's one of America's most popular radio programs. It's the LRWS. (laughs) Don't believe us. Just ask Dallas Mavericks owner, Mark Cuban. People are allowed to be morons. They're allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to think idiotic thoughts. So during your Friday night plans, make sure that you take Lawrence Ross, Thomas Lakeman, and Matt Davis with you. Dumb Florida morons. Make sure you give these guys a call at 941 421 0401 Get off the phone with the wacky prick That number again is 941 421 0401 They drive me fucking nuts over here chief It's the RWS You suck Each and every Friday evening
5: on razrylelive.com Like a communist
6: It's knocking at our doors Turning all our children into hooligans and whores This is for the whores
4: Sound off, return the glory, redistribute the fame, American horror story's gonna rot your brain, no it's not the same, it's moving way too fast. Notice how the good things in life don't last It's called the slow creep, through socialistic views You political fools, they're gonna rob your shoes So let's make freedom hot, Mr. Conspiracy's back That's why I'm swinging my sounds on these liberty tracks So don't hold me back, cause that's how I roll When I return to heist, the mass system of control Cause they poison your health to make you accept the lies So I point it out before the
6: masses die Why?
2: Yet. Get a uncouth on me and I gotta react I'm a gutter motherfucker and I favor the ice pick Over the desert eagle when I'm lounging with heist click There ain't no stopping shit is popping like Mr. Wiggles We torture genocide rappers for shits and giggles I gotta ride to blind you And I won't play God to this do not who signed you I am obliged to provide the spine to squish on your jellyfish. Don't try to hide, we'll find you. And what we do, don't act like a palomine. I'm just doing my job. Christmas Day or Valentine, I brand your motherfucking forehead with a dollar sign. Hands off, Iran. Liberty for Palestine.
7: Take it through the backlash, back fast, just about the riot. As long as I believe, I know that I can fight it. Take back what's ours, no need for us to buy it. Read the blueprints, now we gotta redesign it. It's a voice of these sirens saying that it's treason. I'm in the free speech, give me another reason. I need something to believe in, cause they took it all the way. Come down the masses, we believe what they say. My man understands, it's all part of the. the world with the mic in my hand.
8: Joe Show, we have the finest studios.
6: Where's your studio? Because like I'm in a studio
4: now. It has guitars and some kind of UV light that'll fuck your face up if you look
8: at it and turn it on. The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of Liberty is is ugly tonight. It's, it's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion. So uh, we're actually God's chosen people. We're so but, yeah, the chosen ones. I know this. One, I think yeah. the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market—it's all going belly up. <laughs> <laughs> and smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where are you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of? Baton Rouge? When's- what the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now. Talking about
5: Iowa like that, I'll slap the donkey like.
8: That's The Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9, on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com.
9: listening
10: to the first 52 on Razz Radio. I love when Tuesday rolls around and I get to spend some time with you guys That is right it's the first 52 on radsradio it is Tuesday March 10th 2015 And another week is coming gone Everybody's still here well everybody's not still here We'll get into that uh, we got a couple people. Surprisingly, imagine that. I had a great week. You know, everything went well for me. I did my job. I enjoyed life, spent time with the kid, you know. Just what we do every week. That's how life rolls. We have to accomplish something every day, don't we? Well, it's your host, Sean Rance. I hope you guys, uh, you know, again, I hope you had a great week. Uh, I am here to try to share whatever it is I... Uh, tend to believe with you guys. Uh I tend to believe a lot of strange things. Lots of lots of strange things go through my mind and that's okay. I think it's good to have, you know, strange ideas, different thoughts than the average person has. You know, sometimes what we think about, what we talk about here and on other shows, uh really allows other people to think a little more. You know, they're not just getting fed what's on that TV screen in front of them. You now, I love hearing Lionel on 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 the Bubba show in the morning. You know, two weeks in a row, it was nice to hear it. I saw a bunch of people complaining about him being on there. You know, oh, this crazy guy with his crazy thoughts. Well, you know, we need to allow that conversation to happen. Because if we just stifle that conversation, how do we know we're really being told the greatest information? How do we know we're being told the truth? I don't get it. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Why people are so afraid of other ideas, of other thoughts, of of things that may question what your beliefs are. I don't know. we got a lot to think about on that one. I'm going to try to touch on some Flight uh, 370 information today. Uh, Some new news came out about that I found rather uh, entertaining, to say the least, yeah, you know, it's, 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 amazing how, uh, it's been a year. I think it was Sunday was a year. Was it Sunday? I don't know. Sometime this past week, it was one year since the plane disappeared. I still, you know, swear up and down that it's, it's either, it's either still at, uh, Diego Garcia or it's been used for whatever its plan was. Why ever, why ever it disappeared? Why ever, why ever? You just got to question why things happen. I don't know. Doesn't make much sense to me. What I found interesting though about this new report, MH, MH370 report reveals black box batteries expired a year before flight. So if you intend on having something disappear, uh, maybe you wouldn't have it inspected properly. Maybe, uh, maybe Malaysian Air just sucks and they don't follow, you know, protocol and procedure. Or, Maybe they found the plane with the oldest box or maybe they intentionally left the box. I don't know. I'm just speculating. That's all I can do. I'm not uh, the pilot of that plane. I'm not the people who might have planned to take it. Uh, But I I, I still believe that it was taken on purpose. I still believe it was planned on being used for something. (sighs) But precisely a year ago, so March 8th, so that would have been, uh, yes, Sunday, on March 8th, 2014, Malaysian Airline Flight 370 mysteriously disappeared over the Straits of Malacca. There's still no trace of the Boeing 777 or 200 or its 239 passengers and crew. But an exhaustive 584 page report released today reveals the battery powering one black box locator beacon expired over a year before the incident. The old battery means that crews searching the southern Indian Ocean likely won't have picked up a signal from the black box, even if they were floating right over it. Which, they weren't right, floating right over it, because it's not at the bottom of the ocean. But, oh well. Another mystery that we won't ever know the answer to. It's not like we don't have tons of those out there. Things that just don't happen. That did happen, but don't happen. <laughs> Isn't it confusing when you put it that way? Things that... Did happen, but don't happen, but didn't happen uh, oh people i there's a lot of uh a lot of uh uh global warming information out there that's come out recently. I found entertaining uh let's start with the flashback you know there's this great flashback from nineteen eighty five that really might put some thoughts in your head 449-1156 one,
11: one, there's a winter storm afoot and places like New York City are expected to get hit with several inches of snow Thursday it's hard to imagine that just 30 years ago government scientists were predicting that global warming would make New York City resemble Daytona Beach Florida which does not get snow in 1985 the New York Times reported that Federal climate experts have suggested that within a century, the greenhouse effect could turn New York City into
10: something with the climate of Daytona Beach, Florida. And we all know government anything is always right. They never get it wrong. So in 1985, they were claiming that uh, by basically now, uh, that (laughs) that New York City would resemble Daytona Beach. I don't know what the Daytona Beach would have resembled at that point in time. Uh... It's just we have to go through the history of this global warming debate, uh, this global climate change debate. If we really go through it and think about all the lies we've been thrown at us about it, all the different times we've been told one thing, uh, we're made to believe that it's it's the uh, the flow, fl- fluorocarbons, I think it was at the time that that's. You know, really going to endanger, uh, the, the, the planet. And then we had the, uh, CFCs or whatever they were that was depleting the ozone. You know, did it really? And they go from climate change to global warming to, to global cooling. I mean, they don't really know, uh, what it is that they're trying to say. Florida. I'm trying to look something up here. I, 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 because it's important now that Florida legislators have been told not to use the word climate change. I'm looking it up as I speak. I I forgot to pull this one because I wanted to line this one up with that. You know, when you hit things that you don't mean to hit, it's really hard to type and think at the same time. Not to use climate change. So I'll pull this one up, and I don't know if you guys have seen this, uh, but it's it's kind of shocking uh, that they're told not to use the term climate change. Now, it says here, on climate change, Florida officials told to speak no evil. Uh, maybe if nobody says it, it won't happen. That appears to be the policy of Florida Governor Rick Scott's administration, according to a report from a Florida Center for Investigative Reporting that suggests state environmental officials were directed not to use the term climate change after the Republicans took office in 2011. We were told not to use the term climate change, global warming, or sustainability, said Christopher Beard, an attorney for the Department of Environmental Protection from 2008 to 2013. The message was communicated to me and my colleagues by our supervisors in the Office of General Counsel. Christina Trotta, another former employee of DEP, told the Florida Center for Investigation Investigative Reporting that she and her colleagues were told not to use the terms climate change or global warming or more bro- broad broadly we were told that we were not allowed to discuss anything that was not a true fact okay i i i can agree with something that's not a true fact uh people in the department of environmental protection here in the state of florida being told not to discuss it uh you all know i don't i don't uh, subscribe to the man-made global warming in the form that they try to present it to us in. Or man-made climate change or whatever it is we're gonna call it. Yeah, you know, who knows what we're gonna call it next week. We might, they might make up some other kind of strange, uh, unknown word <laughs> to represent, uh, what's going on on our planet that is, uh, more than likely all natural and, and what should be happening. You know, that's just, uh, Something you should think about. Uh, where did I stop that off? Uh, help us out the part of the true uh, enough fact. The DEP's press secretary told FCIR that the department does not have a policy on this, and Scott's press secretary also said there was no policy of the terms. But Beard said the protocol official or not seemed to begin when Scott appointed Herschel Vineyard Jr. to the head up the, to head up the department. Scott told reporters in Florida on Monday it's not true that he imposed a policy against using the terms, but he deflected other questions about whether he believes global warming is a problem and whether his administration is preparing for it instead of turning instead turning to his record, which he's very well known for. That if you watched him during the uh, the governor election, I know a lot of you guys don't live in Florida, but here in Florida we watched him, and you know he would do that. I I think once on a Saturday night I played an audio clip of him completely. Um, just a, avoiding a, a question that it was amazing how well he avoided. It. it was about, uh, officers when they had, when he had the cops standing with him, uh, during, uh, campaign stuff. And he just con- t- continued to spin around that question. And he's really good at that. Uh, just spinning and spinning and spinning, not giving you the, the actual answer that you're looking, uh, to try to get from him. Uh, let's look at what we've accomplished. He said, according to the Miami Herald. We've had significant investments in beach renourishment and flood mitigation. Look at what we've done with the Everglades. We settled a lawsuit over the Florida Everglades. That litigation had been going on for decades. We put money in the Tamiami Trail to raise that to push water south. We've had, I think we've had, we've had record investments in our springs. Well, I know the local spring here uh, where I live uh, just recently got shut down. Because uh, the government didn't want to pay for it anymore, so i don't know what he's talking about there I'm into solutions, and that's what we're going to continue to do, which we are the sunshine sh try to shine shine try to say sunshine sunshine state real fast three times it's not easy. We are the sunshine state, and we uh don't have enough nearly enough solar energy i mean why why is why is the Florida government? not promoting and pushing and giving us tax exemptions and different things like that to install solar on our houses? Why would they not want to push for that? You know, that, that's what we should be pushing for. We are a peninsula. We are surrounded by tidal water. How much tidal energy production could we produce from the from tides here? So there's a lot of things we could be doing in the state of Florida, that we're not doing efficiently, that we're not doing enough of, and that unfortunately um, some environmental protection things cause, it, make, it makes it harder not to do it. So it's a big conundrum, how do you figure it all out? So hopefully one day uh, we can figure out the truth behind this whole climate change, global warming, global cooling, chemtrail, uh, solar radiation management, the whole thing. We, we, I, I think we're getting close to an answer. I think we're getting close to admit, admittance. Uh, but we're also getting close to, if they do come out and admit it, that that's gonna be a scary thing. That's not something we want to, uh, not something we want to play around with. We are not God. We do not have the mental wherewithal to figure it out. <music> Yep, I'm sure you guys are wondering or maybe you know why I'm playing that. Uh, yesterday it came out that Sam Simon, one of the co-creators of the Simpsons, finally uh, succumbed to colon cancer or pol- to colon cancer to colon cancer. Uh, you know, I I wasn't a, a super big fan of Sam Simon. I appreciate what he did um for animals and animal rights and and the activism he did. I I appreciate anybody that does activism. Uh that's that's very much needed. Uh we definitely need to to have people out there doing that. Uh you know, the whole veganism and forcing meat no meat on people that that was one thing I disagreed with with him. But all in all, I think he was a really good guy. He brought us some great entertainment. Uh, he really did some good things for people out there, and he's going to be missed. And, uh, you know, ride that whale into the sky, and you'll be fine, my friend. At least the pain is over. You know, and, and if you're a Red pillar, if you're on the Red Pill Society page, you, you probably know also that uh, we lost somebody off there. I believe he was 53 or 59. I, I can't remember exact age. Uh, but Dan Marshall, one of our Red Pillars, someone I've interacted with for a long time on on uh Facebook, died of cancer. Uh, we lost another guy that was a Burke Brigade guy a couple of weeks ago. Cancer. I know I've said it many a times. I'm going to say it again. Because it's important that things are on record, that things are you know it's it's not about being right i've had this argument this past week or or two with uh, some people it's not about being right it's not about getting the credit for it it's about being able to show people that this was said and at the time of it being said you called me crazy or you called alex crazy or you called jack blood crazy or you called whoever crazy that you listened to but when we can pull up the audio of us saying what just happened a year before two years before six months before that's an uh, that's a that's an important thing so i'm going to say it a few more years we're going to see uh these older people that are around right now that are living in their 80s and 90s slowly start you know it's it, it's coming to the point for a majority of them now now even my own grandmother she's I got a grandpa still alive. He's 89, and he's still kicking like crazy. And I've got a grandma still going. She's 86 or 85, and she's still doing really good. But once this gen, that generation, you now the people that are just hitting the 70s now, I think will be the last one- round. Once that generation really starts being gone, we will see our life expectancy, at least in this country go from, I, I believe it's 75 uh, for the average male right now. I could be wrong, but I, I believe that's where it is. We're going to see that drop. We're going to see that drop dramatically. Because look around you. Look at the news. How many people are dying at 40, 50, 55 of diseases that people didn't die of before? I've lost family myself, young family. To these cancers that, that really weren't around that long ago. A lot of people believe that, that, you know, cancer is a modern disease that we've caused. Whether, whether it be a modern disease that we cause by uh, advancement or whether it be a modern disease that, that was created on purpose. You, mark my words. Our life expectancy in this country is going to drop dramatically in a very short period of time. And until we we prevent until we prevent the the continued use of uh, chemicals in our foods in our water supply and in our air supply this is going to happen. And it's not, again, it's not me driving my truck around that's causing this. This is Large companies, mainly ones that are already up in the top, that are, that are doing things that they're allowed to do. That they're, they just, you know, roll along and do as they please. We don't really matter to them. Why should we worry? You know, why should we worry about the people? We'll make our money from them. Hell, when they get sick and need our help, well, you know, they'll come to us for that help. So it's really an important thing that we change this. Do we really want to move forward and and continue to watch loved ones die at a at an extremely young age? And this is preventable. This doesn't have to happen. But what do, what's the first step? Where do you think we should start? You know, you guys know I rant and rave about. uh all these different things and a lot of you out there do it yourself. You know, you believe in a lot of what I talk about. So how do we, how do we figure it out, guys? I hope you all have some ideas because I don't know. It's about time we do it. All right, guys, I'll be back with you in a couple minutes. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio
2: program only to encounter this and felt like this That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401 At RazRadioLive.com we answer right away and pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts No screeners, no delays Try it now 941-421-0401 and avoid... 941 421 0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941 421 0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. Razradiolive.com
9: wicked zeitgeist of life making grown men crawl on the knees begging please save us from the boogeymen funded by the cia funneled through arabian banks like a shank to the neck they hit you from the back no sweat hoe check and watch us shake and take away your freedom you really don't need them when you're tucked away Safe and protected by FEMA Then you must be a dreamer, like the great pretender Ask the second amendment, why I'll never surrender But I'll never plead a fifth when it comes to September I'ma yell from the roof and expose the agenda i going to wake up and open your eyes to the matrix This is going out to the truth as a patriot free and dying hard, speaking through battle scars An army of one, becomes the global resistance i I'm the wake up and open your eyes to the matrix This is going out to the truth as a patriot free and dying hard, Heart speaking through battle scars. An army of one becomes a global resistance. Like I was chosen by God. I was sent with a message to destroy the new world order and dispose of the wreckage. I've been broken and tested, reconstructed, and vested, injected with truth. Now the truth has me restless. distressed and aggravated as I rally the masses. out to make you see what I see when I wear my sun Watch me singing like a bee, but my name ain't cash. When we confront the tyranny, give them 33 lashes of truth for the youth, for the red, white, and blue. Fuck the marker of the devil and the NAU. Bilderberg, CFR, keep your new world order. we we'll live as free men or we'll die as free soul. It's time to wake up and open your eyes to the Matrix. This is going out to the Truth is Patriot. Living free and dying hard, speaking through battle scars. An Army of One becomes a global resistance. It's time to wake up and open your eyes to the Matrix. This is going out to the Truth is Patriot. Living free and dying hard, speaking through battle scars. An Army of One becomes a global resistance tell you something. or well, it's too late. You can kill people
1: like
8: me. You can shut us down. You can put us in prison. But people got to face the truth. And there's nothing on earth you can do to stop this information warfare
9: migration. It's time to wake up and open your eyes to the Matrix. This is going out to the truth as a patriot. Living free and dying hard. Speaking through battle scars. An army of one becomes a global resistance. It's time the wake up and open your eyes to the Matrix. This is going out to the truth as a patriot. Living free and dying hard. Speaking through battle scars. An army of one becomes a global resistance.
2: What's up, Raz Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne, in Baltimore. And I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news. And um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music.
4: Jack Jack Blood, your radio radio gun from Deadline Deadline Live.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first First 52 with Sean Raz Radio Radio Live. Stay
1: bold.
10: Say I needed that break real fast. You know, sometimes you just need to relieve yourself, grab another drink, get ready to move on to the next topic. And I've got a lot of topics that we'll be talking about. I love that song. There's something about that song. It just really always has got me. It almost makes you happy, it seems, doesn't it? Well, anyway, it's a good song. uh, You guys might have heard during the promo there, I am taking calls, 941-421-0401, if you want to give me a call. I know somebody's out there itching to call me. He already tried, and I talked to him briefly. So I look forward to talking to him to see what he wants to yell at me about today. Who knows? I'll let y'all know. I'm going to leave it in the dark until, uh, until I hear from them. So anyway. <laughs> uh, yes, oh yes, oh yes. 52 centers warn of sweeping ammo bans say second amendment at risk. Hmm. What could that be about? Now this is a fresh article out of today. I know this has been going back and forth for a while and, uh, it's been reported that possibly, you know, it's been stopped and it won't be an issue. And this really makes me laugh, this whole story of the the weapons ban.
11: The president has long believed that there are some common-sense steps that we can take uh, to, and when I say we, I mean the federal government, including Congress, that uh, we can take to uh, ensure that we're protecting the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding Americans while also taking some common-sense steps to prevent people uh, who shouldn't have guns from getting them. Uh, We're talking about an ATF proposal that's being considered through its standard progress, that's being considered through its standard process, uh, and it's open now for public comment, and that we are looking at additional ways to protect our brave men and women in law enforcement and believe that this process is valuable for that reason alone. Uh, This seems to be an area where everyone should agree that if there are armor-piercing bullets available that can fit into easily concealed weapons, that it puts our law enforcement at considerably more risk. So i put this in the category of common sense steps that
10: uh, the government can take. So here's the problem. They want to band, uh, the five point, uh, 5.56 millimeter, which is a 223 round, which is the green tip for target practice, uh, because it's armor piercing. It's feasibly able to pierce armor. Now, here's the problem with this, and he said it right there. Ammo that can be fit, armor piercing ammo that can be fit into easily concealable weapons. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Do you ever try to hide an AR-15? Uh, it's not real easy to do. And there's not many weapons that take that caliber that is easily concealable. So why have they gone after this round? Well, cause it's a very popular round, uh, for shooting enthusiasts. But it's not the dangerous round. Uh, A week after, the House members, led by Justice Committee Chairman Rob, uh, Representative Bob Goldlate, sent a letter of opposition to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Senator Chuck Greasley echoed that in his own letter signed by 51 others. In their letters, the Senators said that the 556M855 green tip cartridge was exempt in 1996 law Along with other rifle ammo for bans on armor pie- piercing rounds. The reasoning? Popular rifle rifle ammo is not used in shootouts with police. Uh, yeah, it's very rarely, although I won't say it's never happened. Uh, if you remember the, uh, the two guys in black that, that terrorized LA, I, I want to say it was early 90s. They were using our AR-15s. So you can't say it's never happened. But the chances of that being the weapon of choice is low. And we are seeing an increase in it being used. Not against law enforcement though. Keep that in mind. The main point is law enforcement because it's armor piercing. Second amendment rights require not only access to firearms, but to the bullets. It doesn't make sense to have a second amendment right if you don't have bullets to fire it with, right? Yeah. So if law abiding gun owners cannot obtain rifle ammunition, or face substantial difficulty in finding ammunition available at a reasonable price because government entities are banning such ammunition, then the Second Amendment is at risk. As Dave always said, why can't I have a rocket launcher if everybody else can have one? It goes to the argument of Iran having nuclear weapons. Why, If they're surrounded by people with nuclear weapons, why don't they have the right to have a nuclear weapon to defend themselves? Uh, We're afraid they're going to attack, you know, going to be the first strike. Okay, I get that. I understand that. But if they develop a nuclear weapon, and that's a big if, okay, even if they did develop a nuclear weapon, even if they did, they'd only have one or two to our, what, 2,000 or however many we have now. I don't even know what the number we have. To Israel's, uh, however many they have, to pakistan's however many they have to china's however many they have i mean what w- what's it ever matter they're gonna have one maybe two i mean you know okay 30 40 years from now they might have a full arsenal also be honest i don't know if we'll all be here in 30 or 40 years the way shit's going now so keep that in mind well what's this message here i, cause I was trying to I, I was trying to you know set up somebody else to help promote something so hopefully we'll hear from him uh, I gotta answer him real fast here. Let me just type this whenever you want. Uh, the family's getting over a cold. Yeah, you gotta love, uh, when you get sick and you've got a cold, it really, really knocks you down. So anyway, uh, to get back to the weapons ban attempt here and, and my point with, uh, Iran is that who cares? We should all have the right to defend ourselves against whatever form is going to come at us. We have the possibility of having a militarized law enforcement be given unjust orders and attack us. Well, shouldn't we have the ability to defend ourselves from that? So if I have a rocket launcher, you know, to make sure I can take out their NRAP as they come to raid me for doing absolutely nothing but saying that 9-11 was an inside job or that chemtrails exist, shouldn't I be able to defend myself? Ah, there's something you got to ask. Where does the second end end? What weapon are we not allowed to have? Should we not have the same weapons of everybody around us? I don't know. It's a way to think about it. It's just a thought. Just, just a thought. And you know, my thoughts are kind of out there. I tend to think a little crazy sometimes, right? Uh, I saw some, uh let's see here. I've got a list here. I actually tried to like do like a layout and do a list of what I want to talk about. One of the comments, one of the things I want to talk about, I'm waiting for the return phone call from one individual because, uh, he actually kind of goes along with, with what I was about to rant about on that one. So I'll wait and see if he calls back. He's always fun to talk with. It's a good time. You know, I love you. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Back to the gun thing. And this is from seven days ago. Oh, is this the same one? No, that's not the same one. I've got so many tabs open. I told you how that works. I get tabs all over the place, and it's just a pain in the butt. You never know what you're looking at. Oh, I guess he doesn't want to call now. All right, Buzzy. It was Buzzy. He was calling to yell at me. Uh, I'll get into that little rant in a little bit that I was going to rant, so I'll make sure I get to that one. Obamacare Exchange customers set for significant premium spike, CBO predicts. Uh, no, the crazy conspiracy guys predicted that three or four years ago when it was being talked about, when it was trying to be put into action. We were talking about that. We were saying, this is not going to save us money. It'll be a, a quick little saving in the beginning to make you feel all happy and warm and to convince everybody to do it. And then they're going to unlube shove it up there. Well, here it comes. You wait goes again to one of those things that it's not about being right it's about realizing you should listen to us not you listening to me now but the people you talk to maybe it's time people should listen to us a little bit understand that we're not some kooky crazy guy with no uh, research and and no idea of what we're talking about because i've been doing this now for some time uh you know i'm not professional but i've been doing it for a while and I've watched a cycle of things being talked about that eventually actually become what's happening. So, it's time to listen, guys. What's up, Buzzy? What do
5: I agree with you about? What's that? I don't know. You just said that I agree with you about something.
10: Oh, I don't I, 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 You never agree with me about anything. Well, no, what I was saying was I, had a, I have a little rant built up that I've been holding on to. Uh, it's based off of uh, of uh some social media interaction between you and I. I don't hate you, but I, I, I have uh some things that kind of frustrated me a little bit recently from, from some of your posts. Oh, yeah, you
5: frustrated me a lot, too, so go ahead.
10: <laughs> well, that's what we're here for, Buzzy. That's what makes our relationship so nice is we can uh frustrate the hell out of each other, and still, uh, you know, next time I see you, give you a hug and have a beer with you. Uh,
5: you're trying to tell me how i will go you're
10: trying to tell me you don't like to be called an anti-Semite. Well, wow, Buzzy, you are, you, you're pretty quick, man. I'm glad that you, you realized what I was mad about. Yeah, that that's, uh, that's almost as bad as calling somebody a conspiracy theorist because it's just a, uh, um, a way to distract from what I'm saying. Listen, I am not against Jewish people. Okay? I am, I am against Governments in general, and I'm completely against the Israeli government. And forget Palestine. Let's not even bring Palestine into the discussion, although that is... Well, a al- was going to
5: think was Israel to give up their land that belongs to them, to uh, the Muslims of Palestinians
10: and whoever. Well, I, again, I forget that part alone. Um, there's a lot of things that government has done outside of that region that makes me not like them. Uh, so it's not when when I make a comment or I post something about Israel and the government of Israel to call me an anti semite is kind of not right. And that's unfair because an anti semite means I hate Jews and I want all Jews dead. And that you should well, know you should know I better say, that's not me. I, I think, you post a lot of
5: stuff about the Jews. And that's
10: why I take it you do know, not like Jews. Well they, see I don't think that's fair. <laughs> I, and I don't post a lot about the Jews. I post a lot about Israel.
5: Well, where do the
10: Jews live in? All over the world.
5: Exactly. Okay.
10: But their country is where? Well, you know what? I post bad stuff about the U.S. government. I post bad stuff about the Saudi government. Yeah. I post bad stuff about the Iraqi government. So you can't, you, what are you gonna call me, a uh, uh, us because I post bad shit about the, the U.S. government? Yeah, I, mean, I, I
5: kinda of think that too. I was thinking that the other day, you kinda
10: anti-U.S. I hate your country. No, I hate my government. There's a big difference between hating your country and hating your government.
5: need to make that, make that known because social media, like I said before, kind of sucks. Because people really can't tell what you're trying to say because they can't hear the tone of your voice.
10: Well, And that is very true. I do agree with that. Um it, it, Social media does do that. I've had it happen to me with me responding to people and people responding oh, to me. Yeah, so, you know. It is, and that was a big thing, because you see that a lot, Buzzy. You you know, God forbid, and that's my biggest point, I guess. You know, yes, I don't believe in killing anybody. I think our government is wrong for the innocence that we've killed in multiple nations. I think the Israeli government is wrong for the innocence that it, it, it killed in, in Palestine and other countries. I think ISIS is wrong for the innocence that it's killing. I don't believe in killing.
5: Nobody really, the average person, does not believe in killing. But I believe in killing a son of a bitch that wants me dead just for the purpose, because I don't believe the way they do. No, they need to die, because they're killing people that don't believe the same. They're, they're killing the... I'm, you know what I'm talking about, Muslims.
10: Yeah, I know, I, I, know I know what you're talking about, Muzzle.
5: other Muslims because they don't believe the way they do.
10: You know what we Those could, are the
5: people that need to die.
10: we could point that out, you know look at some of the uh look at some of the the uh, uh, uh abortion center bombings who were Christians bombing Bombs. that, oh, I, I, that? I guess I can because it was Christians bombing people they didn't even know what their religion was and, s- and, and some no, were christians no, they, and they I so they were killing Christians
5: And no, they need to die also I don't agree with abortion myself. But I'm not wanting to go kill somebody because they're having an abortion. Or I don't want to kill the doctor because he's performing the abortion. Nor am I wanting to blow up his building.
10: Oh, uh, Those
5: that, are radical.
10: That means you're saner than we all believe you are, Buzzy, so that's good.
5: I am uh, more sane than people think, than
10: think I am. <laughs> Buzzy, I've, I've broke bread with you. I know you, man. I know you're, you're a lot saner. And it's fun. You know, everybody's got to keep in mind, too, that we all have a persona that we put across when we do social media. You know, people watch Shifty and I uh, interactions on Twitter and think we hate each other, where we talk daily about things that don't have anything to do with any of these things. It's just him and I how going, hey, buddy, how you doing today? Shifty dope, right? Well, I can't, I can't disagree with that. We know Shifty's a self-righteous prick. I think we know a lot of self-righteous pricks in this world. But the point is, is that social media can dictate, uh, or, or the, the attitude on social media is dictated by the reader, not by the sender. So that is an important thing. Uh, Uh, So what did you, what did you try calling in about when Uh, I first went to that break? I I, I tried calling in
5: about, I was going to call fanatic and oh well, no, I didn't say you. Halfway right about the food. The food. Now,
10: well, you haul that GMO shit, man. Come on now.
5: Yeah, I do haul a lot of GMO shit. But it ain't only the food that's killing you. Yeah, that helps kill you. But the 80 and 90-year-old people that's lived 80 and 90, it's all in genetics, a lot of us. why a lot of people are getting cancer. You're born that way. It just keeps doing what it keeps doing.
10: Well, everybody has, you know, I don't know if you know this, Buzzy, but everybody has cancer. It's your well, body's yeah. ability to fight I'm it off. Just, right. You well, end up that well, yeah, basically, but see, what you're missing is when you're saying it's genetics and it's always there, I agree with that. But the problem is, is our body <laughs> used to be able to, to fight it off, used to be able to... Get rid of it, but we've added all these chemicals to our foods. Uh, the inject, you know, the vaccines and no, different chemicals no, we take.
5: Never been able to really fight it all. You just hear more of it now because of social media, and now you got more television and
10: everything else. Well, radio. wait, wait. If we both agree that that it, it, you, it. listen, sh- Buzz, I don't know if you know this, but your body does. You you have cancer. And your body is made to eliminate it. That, that's, that's natural. And, and as we damage, yeah. as we damage the immune system and the natural functions of our body, it forgets and, and can't fight those cancers. And that's why they're allowed to grow. That's how come they, they continue to form. We're I'm not.
5: Sure at Sam Simon, just
10: die. I think um, it's horrible. I, I, he's been he fighting.
5: Think, you don't think he has the money to go out and buy the good type of so-called vegan food?
10: He was. He, of course, he did, but he didn't always live that life, Buzzy. And and there's other factors. It's not just the food, is what I'm saying. You know, I'm sure there was other things in his life that he did. Look where he lived. Who knows what was in the in the water that he drank? There's so many different things that they that we. They explain to me why
5: they people are living in the 80s and nineties
10: and over. Because those people. That's what I was talking about. That listen. That's what I was talking about earlier. These people now that are living to 80 or 90, when they were developing and and still growing, they were eating natural foods. They were eating natural fats. They were eat, you know, butter was a staple. You would eat 800 that. pounds of butter in a frickin' week. I understand
5: that, but they're still eating the same foods we have just as long as we have. It's not long because they're
10: older. Well, it's not affecting them because they're... they're it, let me rephrase that. It is affecting them in a way, but not like it's going to affect the younger generation because their, their bodies had already developed and had grown completely and properly prior to the introduction of these GMO foods and, and different chemicals and things that we're seeing in foods. Whereas nowadays our chi, our children are consuming it from birth. Whereas these people didn't consume it at birth, so now yes, it's going to harm them, but it's not going to harm them to the level of the younger people just starting to consume it over the past twenty years or so. You following me? Okay, but
5: yeah, well, yeah, I somewhat agree with you, but whose fault is
10: that? Well, uh, again,
5: nobody's forcing that food down your the food you eat down your throat.
10: No, nobody is forcing that food down your throat. You're right, but the problem is, is that we as society have allowed ourselves. To be brainwashed, to be mesmerized by uh, the quick service, the convenience, the ease—that exactly. we don't have time in life. This is what we're gonna do, and how we're gonna move oh. forward. So it's it, it's a societal problem, yes, but it's a societal problem that we have been tricked and and made to believe that this is the best way to do it. I
5: understand that part. I agree somewhat, but you cannot blame. The, the point I'm
10: getting at, you cannot blame the food completely. no and again i i I don't disagree with that because again, uh, there, there are there other is factors you buy,
5: yeah, it costs a little bit more but you buy the food that is a naturally
10: and there are other factors we can go you know look at asbestos poisoning, you know now we don't use asbestos and as an insulation anymore, and we've- lo- a lot of people have died from the mesothelioma. that you did i say that right, I think I did that you get from being exposed to it. And, and that was even later in, in the system. You know, so it did kill a lot of people, uh, that were exposed to it, but it wasn't as prevalent. It wasn't the, it wasn't the forefront of things. Now, when you're talking about somebody's food, when you're talking about somebody's air, when you're talking about somebody's water, that, there's so much control that can be had there, Buzzy, that, that everybody should be afraid that we don't have the the control over that more.
5: You're preaching to the choir on that part. That's why I do agree with you.
10: I and I don't we mean have, afraid.
5: We have no control over our waters anymore.
10: No, absolutely none.
5: Whatsoever. That depends on your local government whether they want to put put fluoride in your water tower or not. I don't have no control over that, that except maybe move out in the country and uh, dig my own well. And then
10: my well water is probably contaminated by Monsanto uh, herbicides. So, well, and, and yeah, and, and or fracking. You know, you're up in a fracking region. You know, there's fracking going all all around your your state. So, it, it could be many of different no. things. And and it's no. good, buzzy. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. I Me? Mean, yeah. You know. No, 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 no. Wow. Uh, Oh, you're just making a... Sp- There's uh,
5: no fracking going on in my
10: state. None at all? No.
5: I don't know. I live in Iowa, but no, I don't think
10: so. All right, well, hopefully not. You know, you don't want that shit in your state. We, we got
5: Montana in our state. That's-
10: no, that's more than enough. You don't need anything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's more than enough. Uh All right, Buzzy, I want to take another break here. I that too soon. Well, I'm by myself, man. You know, it's a little, I, I do two hours all by myself. I'm just going to do a short one here, refresh my drink, take a pee, uh, and, and re, uh, set what I think I want to talk about the next little bit here. So, I'm getting old, Buzzy. You know, it happens. You get old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, while, while I got you on the phone, actually, wait, while I got you on the phone, uh, I, I probably should announce this here. Uh, I was contacted by an old friend of ours and, uh, I will be joining, doing a conspiracy segment on Scott Ledger's new show, uh, on, uh, Sunrise America on the 17th of March. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it.
5: Uh, okay. Is it on, TuneIn
10: or how, how do, I find this, uh, film? Uh, if you, it's on the, uh, America's, I'll have to look it up. The America's Something Network. But if you just go to your TuneIn app and you search Sunrise America, It'll bring it up, and you'll be able to hear it. Sunrise America. Yeah, and you'll be able to check him out. He's on 6 to 9, Monday through Friday.
5: Monday through Friday, actually.
10: He's got a Yeah, morning show, a little uh, 6 to 9 morning show. Well,
5: I will say congratulations to that. I hope he does
10: well, like I said, but we and him disagree a lot. Well, you and I disagree a lot, too, Buzzy, so it's okay. Yeah,
5: but but, but there is a difference I like.
10: Well, I like you too, Buzzy. Alright, listen, uh, go truck down the road. I'm gonna take a break here. I'll be back with you guys in a couple minutes, alright? Yeah.
5: Hey, you know what? What's that? I gotta go now.
10: Peace.
12: It was a calm, cool night in the streets with things are pretty in the lounge On the east side of town and New city. With a rich show face in the air is something sleazy. Suit and ties get away from their wives, the women easy. An upscale atmosphere with some wallow consumed by material life inside the hollow. Like the chick at the bar smoking on a cigar quick. Her heart pumps fast I stare sharp as guitar picks. She sees a man with another skirt The type to triple her net worth for making your neck jerk. And that's a goddamn shame because she was packing a nine and a crime was no game. So I'm ducking to a restroom Follow two lick shots as the piece went She can't remember how she got in this place Took a look in the mirror But didn't recognize her
3: own face When I'm singing My heart's bleeding for someone
1: else So when I'm seeing I'm leaving up on the shelf When I'm sleeping
4: I'm dreaming of somewhere else I got my reasons I'm not leaving yeah. this to no one else It was not dark night more like love at first sight around midnight we might just see a bar fight it never fails now that mickey's out of jail he was jimmy's friend the one that left the phony paper trail heard he got cold feet so we got off the street but he was in too deep the man was never the same and now his new thing looks like alcohol and cocaine and in the streets that's fresh but up in here this place it's nothing but stress can a man be changed in an insane world, the crazy man becomes king Or is it just this place That's known to steal your soul I hope you brought your suitcase. case Or was it just too late To go back in time before his chick blue face When I'm
1: singing, my heart's bleeding
7: Upscale, ecstasy and coke were number one on the sales No worries about jail, he had cops
4: on the books One week he had to fix, as well as the crooks But tonight he was shook, caught by the devil's eye Red dress, blow smoke, hand resting
7: on his thigh shine like diamonds in the sky He stopped for a minute, but had to keep moving And adding up the digits He was trying to live it, the American dream A life full of schemes obtained by any means He tried to up the profit by trying to mix it up But the word on the street is that it wasn't good enough Joe met him at the club, said they had to talk Just come with me and let's take a little walk
1: When I'm singing, my heart's bleeding
4: You know, now it has guitars and some kind of UV light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on.
8: The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of Liberty is, is ugly it's not. It's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion. So, uh, we're actually God's chosen people. They're so, yeah, the chosen ones, I know this one, I think yeah. the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market, it's all going belly up. <laughs> <laughs> and smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where are you You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's What the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch
5: your mouth now talking about an Iowa like that. I'll slap you salty dog.
8: Everybody. That's the Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9, on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com.
12: That it's our freedom they'll save Is it possible there's another plan and they're paving the way Is it too far-fetched to think our leaders wouldn't misbehave Have you looked at what they promised us and what they gave why do we invade Iraq if the terrorists were Saudis And why did Bush and Bin Laden have stock in the same companies And how the CIA already know about these guys They were taking classes at flight schools right in front of their eyes Able danger tried to warn them over 70 times But every time they tried, they got permission to not it's like the boys up pop Simply refused to find That's why the information Was consistently declined If they intercepted the plot There'd be no bind to unwind No chance to enact the plan And no reason to invade Iraq Or Afghanistan So built this collapse Into their own footprint I'm going back to redact Original blueprints P-N-A-C Learn the acronym please It means a project For a new American century Written by Rockefeller, Wolfowitz, who is in the ditch They're eradicating Muslims in the name of you and me—it's a part of their coup. It's a call. that's why they wrote it in quotes, we need a new Pearl Harbor, demand a new investigation and they tell you to shush, but what they don't tell you is World Trade Security was owned by Marvin Bush, and that two weeks before, they evacuated several floors, what the fuck were they doing there behind closed doors, just a routine inspection, they weren't implanted explosives, sorry there's no video, it's already gone through deletion, and it's too difficult to boy for them to follow to completion, well, I'm here to ask certain characters questions, it's about time the character comes into question, like who appointed a commission to investigate 9-11 And how come it doesn't even mention what happened to World Trade Center 7 How did a third building implode if it wasn't hit by anything And why'd the BBC report the fall 20 minutes early The only way they could have known is if someone already knew Watch a reporter report the shit with the building in plain view Go ahead, check out the video, Google it on YouTube So while buildings collapse into their own footprint I'm going back to redact original blueprints P-N-A-C, learn the acronym please It means a project for a new American in centuries. Written by Rumsfeld, Wolfowitz and the Dick Cheney, they're eradicating Muslims in the name of you and me, it's a part of their coup, it's a call to. That's why they wrote it in quote, We need a new Pearl Harbor How come six months before Silverstein bought the world trade Was it the 500 million in insurance claims And how come he didn't show up for work on that particular day He even admits that demolition was the decision he made Specifically to pull it was the call that he gave But to line explosives you need at least several days Well if that's the case that's the smoking gun Just ask the scientists about all the thermates they found And how it's only used in demolitions to bring buildings down And why does it look like a missile that hit the pentagon if it wasn't to so where all the plane parts that crashed to the ground and why'd they have to confiscate every camera around how come cheney gave the orders for norad to stand down i can hear the whistles blowing and the sound is getting loud like jets a 100 miles away breaking barrier sound that's why bush just sat there he thought it was another practice round so i'll build this collapse into their own footprint i'm going back to redact original blueprints p-n-a-c learn the acronym please it means projects for a new american century written by Rumpfeld, Wolfowitz and the Dick Cheney they're eradicating Muslims in the name of you and me it's a part of their coup it's a call to arms that's why they wrote it in quote we
9: need a new Pearl Harbor This is Jordan Page. You're listening
10: to the First Fifty Two on Raz Radio. Uh, you know, I, I maybe we should loosen up a little bit. This this next part of the show. We got about 45 minutes to go.
13: Should we be happy?
10: Should we just ignore everything going on and just be happy? I don't know. What do you think? You guys are listening to The First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Ah, it's been a good show so far. I'm having fun. That's what I try to do. I try to have fun and be informative. You know, sometimes you, just can, you can just do what you can do. What do you think? What do you think I should do? Do you think uh, I should just stop talking? Stop talking about these crazy things and just go back to doing other things like... I could just do that, I guess. Just be happy. Yeah. All right. There's nothing going on in the world. The elite aren't trying to kill us. They're not spraying chemtrails over our head every day. It's not happening. Because I'm. Yeah. That's how it goes. They didn't blow up two buildings, three buildings in New York. They haven't falsified wars. Everything is good. Don't worry. Your money's not disappearing and becoming worthless. They're not trying to kill you with fluoride in your water and chemicals in your food. I'm just happy. Yeah. Maybe that's how we should all be. Maybe we should all be, just be happy. You know what? I'm not against being happy. I think we should all be happy. I think we should all be healthy, happy, and safe. And how do we do that? Well, we eliminate a lot of the people running our world, a lot of the laws that make shit so hard for us. And then maybe we can be right where we want to be and be. (laughs) That won't happen, so get it out of your mind. We're going to continue to fight against these evil people that just want to kill us, and uh, that's just how it ends up, and that's how it goes down. Get used to it. It's what happens. You know, cops don't get arrested and fired for picking up prostitutes or raping people. That never happens. Miami Garden Police Chief did not just get arrested on suspicion of prostitution. No, that didn't just happen. Just be, you know, where you need to be, and just be... Yeah, I don't think it'll work. I'm not convinced yet. Are you convinced yet that that's all we should do? Just walk around and pretend things aren't wrong? Maybe the cop that threatened a journalist for arguing with him on Facebook. That doesn't mean anything. That cop saying, well, I'll see you in Daytona and give you a second arrest. That doesn't mean anything that's no danger to you you'll be okay don't you worry is closed
8: down
14: former mary gardens police chief steven johnson bonding out of jail this morning facing serious charges and fired after those charges
10: he
8: is accused
2: of soliciting a prostitute at the beach hotel
10: we caught up with him as he bonded out of jail
14: early this morning local 10 news reporter Janice fernandez is live at the police department with more on what he had to say and their response well, this was all part of an undercover prostitution sting. Johnson was arrested last night, taken to the Broward County Jail, and he bonded out this morning, telling us he did all of this because he was overwhelmed with the stress of the job.
10: Wait a second. Wait a second. I- I got to stop right there for a second. You know, we hear about these undercover stings happening all the time in, in Polk County and-, and Grady Judd doing them. Dude, dude. Did a Miami Gardens police chief just get arrested in an undercover sting for prostitution? What the fuck is wrong with him?
7: It just overwhelmed me. The stress overwhelmed me. And I, very, I made a very bad uh, decision to deal with that moment that I've never
6: experienced before.
10: And how many people have you locked up that were feeling the same thing based on the life experiences they were going through at the given moment in their life?
14: Miami Gardens Police Chief Stephen Johnson bonding out of the Broward County Jail early Saturday morning. He had no problem walking right up to our cameras and apologizing.
7: Bad decision on how to deal with that, but I've never dealt with that kind of feeling before, so it was...
10: You've never been horny?
7: I can't even explain it.
14: Johnson was arrested at a Dania Beach hotel Friday night during an undercover operation targeting the solicitation of prostitutes. Again, this is the police chief. Would you not think that he might know there was a, a sting going on? According to the arrest affidavit, an ad was placed in the escort section of a website that included a telephone number along with price rates. A man who police identified as Johnson called the number and during the conversation, he allegedly told an undercover detective he wanted to do, quote, everything. Police say Johnson arrived at the hotel just before 7, where detectives were waiting for him.
7: And I can't explain why, because I can't explain the feeling that came over me in dealing with the, the situations that I had to deal with today.
14: Johnson blamed the stress of the job, saying this is completely out of character for him. He
10: blamed the stress of the job of being the chief of police for him going out and breaking a law.
14: He says on Wednesday he had to deal with a grieving family, and Friday he had to deal with a 9-year-old girl who was hit by an unmarked police car in Miami Gardens. Those two incidents, he says, overwhelmed him.
7: It's just too much for someone been in the business for 30 years to deal with. That's the best way to explain that. It's totally out of character for me.
14: And the Miami Gardens Police Department sent out a statement saying in part they will not allow Johnson's bad judgment to reflect negatively on the police department or the people they serve. The city of Miami Gardens also fired Johnson immediately following his arrest. Johnson also telling us he plans to take full responsibility. Reporting live in Miami Gardens, Janice Fernandez, Local 10 News.
10: You would think police departments and agencies and governmental officials would be tired of releasing these statements saying that they feel bad for what happened. Oh, I feel bad that our sheriff went out and tried to get a prostitute. Oh, I feel bad that our cop blew the head off a 19-year-old girl for leaving a party. Oh, I feel bad. Oh, I feel bad. And then they never suffer any consequences. Come on, guys. Really? And this isn't the first time, this won't be the last time, it's humanity, it's human beings, I get that, I don't argue that, but the problem is, is we allow these people to be held to a higher standard, and we allow people like him, 30 years in the force, probably did some really good things, and I'll bet you he did a lot of bad things. How many men did he put in jail for prostitution? Huh? How many men were having a bad day at work or a bad week at work or a bad week with his wife or whatever it be and was completely stressed out and needed to get laid and went out and got a prostitute and this man put in jail for it? It sucks to be on the other side, doesn't it, dude? It sucks. I don't know. Sorry. I got a little ranted there. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's nice to... You got to give the guy credit. You know, he did come forthright. He realized he screwed up. He just wished he didn't get caught. He'd do it again. He just wished he didn't get caught. And that's how it goes down. That's what everybody wishes afterwards. I don't know. When I got my DUI 15 years ago, I wished I didn't get caught. Guys I know that have gotten busted for weed wish they didn't get caught. That's how it goes down. We always wish things didn't go the way they went after it goes that way. I think we can agree on that one, can't we? Colorado sheriffs say marijuana legalization should be overturned because it makes them uncomfortable. Today, uh, this was from March 6th, though this is last week. Uh, today six Colorado sheriffs filed a law, federal lawsuit that seeks to reverse Marijuana legalization in their state, which they should, which they say should be overturned because it makes them uncomfortable, makes them uncomfortable. Lamar County Sheriff Justin Smith and his counterparts in five other counties say Amendment 64, the marijuana legalization measure that is now part of Colorado's Constitution, has made their jobs harder by creating a conflict between state and federal law. When these Colorado sheriffs encounter marijuana while performing their duties Their complaint says each is placed in the position of having to choose between violating his oath to uphold the U.S. Constitution and violating his oath to uphold the Colorado Constitution. This supposed dilemma arises, (coughs) excuse me, sorry guys. This supposed dilemma arises from Smith's et al's mistaken assumption that they have an obligation to help the federal government enforce, enforce its ban on marijuana. So, where is their conundrum? Is it that they have to follow the federal constitution, or the state constitution? Well, that brings up a whole other debate and discussion in its own. If you know, I don't, re- I don't believe the federal government has the right to regulate marijuana uh or any drug for that matter, but they do. So, if they are regulating uh, marijuana and they make it illegal on the federal level, right? It's illegal on the federal level, but as long as it's not crossing state lines, I don't feel that counts. So, as long as you're growing that marijuana in your state, producing all the products, I don't think you're breaking the federal law because you're not going across state lines and the state has the right to regulate its own borders as long as those don't break the Constitution. I know you're going to say, oh, it's federal law. Okay. I don't agree with that. And that's just me. Man, I cannot agree with that, because that's just how it works here. My radio show. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would never throw that up at you guys. But you get my point. Yeah, I don't necessarily... uh I don't necessarily look at it as breaking the law. According to the Supreme Court, extremely generous reading of the power to regulate interstate commerce, Congress has the authority to ban cultivation, possession, and distribution of marijuana, even when those activities are permitted under state law and do not cross state lines. Oh, look at that right there. In fact, even when they are confronted entirely to the privacy of someone's home, or confined entirely to the privacy of someone's home. The federal government, therefore, may continue to enforce marijuana prohibition in Colorado. Right, the federal government can. As a sheriff of a county in a state... Your main job is to protect that state and that county, which means you can throw federal government officials out of your county and state. The federal government, therefore, may continue to enforce marijuana prohibition in Colorado, but contrary to what the sheriffs seem to think, that does not mean they are required to lend a hand. Notwithstanding the Supremacy Clause, which makes valid acts of Congress the supremacy, supreme law of the land, under our Federalist system, Congress has no authority to dragoon state and local officials into enforcing its laws, a point the court made clear in Prince v. United States, a 1997 case involving federally mandated background checks for gun buyers. Under the anti-commandeering principle that the court applied in Prince requiring local cops to enforce the federal ban on marijuana, would be clearly unconstitutional. So when a Colorado cop encounters somebody 21 or older with an ounce or less of marijuana, the limit set by the state law, and does not confiscate it as contraband under the Controlled Substance Act, he is not violating his oath to uphold the U.S. Constitution. Likewise, if he finds six or fewer plants in someone's home and leaves them there, or if he passes a state-licensed pot shop and does not try to shut it down. Similarly... The U.S. Constitution does not require state legislators to mimic federal law by punishing everything Congress, by push, punishing everything Congress decides to treat as a crime. Yet Smith et al. argue that eliminating state penalties, and when I say Smith et al., that's what it says, it's says Smith E-T-A-L, period. So just so you know I'm not crazy. Arguing that eliminating state penalties for marijuana-related activities violates the CSA and therefore the Supremacy Clause. They are asking the U.S. District Court in Colorado to overturn all the sections of the Amendment 64 that say specific, act, specified activities, including marijuana, including, uh, involving marijuana, including possession and home cultivation, as well as commercial production and distribution by state licensed businesses are not lawful and shall not be offenses under Colorado law. And shall not be offenses under Colorado. Yeah. <coughs> I'm still getting that stuff out of my lungs, you know, so I'm not sniffing as much, so you have to uh, excuse the little bit of coughing every once in a while. So basically, uh, the story goes along with what I said. That it's time for everybody to shut up. Let us have our bot. And i do with the Smiths et al. I don't know what this is. It's kind of interesting. So with that all said, you know, medical marijuana, recreational marijuana is a big subject right now in the state. I, I, uh, I swung by Ledge this morning on his show and, uh, he was talking about how on, on, uh, on Yahoo front page, there was like the whole front page was filled with me- medical marijuana stories or marijuana stories. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's a conversation we need to have. And you guys know that about me. Uh, Buzzy, I'm driving in Arkansas. You know you're a redneck when your garage is nicer than your trailer house. (laughs) Yeah, Arkansas is a pretty messed up state. I'll go with you on that, Buzzy. Uh, so anyway. Shit, I moved off of that. Where'd it go? Egg. Don't you hate when that does, when I do, when that happens? I screw up and move away from the story I'm referencing to. And I forgot what I was doing. Buzzy, damn you. No. (laughs) Um, Oh, so, yeah, there's the, the, the Yahoo had a bunch of stories uh, about medical marijuana, marijuana in general, recreational marijuana. And if you guys haven't heard on March 4th, this came out. Boldest move against the drug war to date just came out of Texas of all places. Surprising. From a Republican of all things. Surprising. Uh, Austin, Texas in a bold piece of legislation. Representative Dave Simpson. Filed a bill that would delete any mention of marijuana from state law. It would completely deregulate it and treat it as common crop. In a press release, Simpson said he supported regulating marijuana like state regulates tomatoes, jalapenos, or coffee. Everything that is God, that God made is good, even marijuana, said state representative Simpson. Okay? Uh, you know what? I'm not a godly person. But hey, good for you. At least you're helping us. You're, you're on the same page as us. Thank you. Mr. Simpson. Uh, as a recent poll by Pew Research has shown that 63% of Republicans under the age of 34 support legislation of marijuana versus 77% of Democrats of the same age. That's sad. I mean, that's really sad if you really think about it. The information indicates that both major parties are coming around to the rationalization that the drug war has done significant damage. To the social fabric of U.S. society and a systematic change is necessary. It's necessary. It must happen. <laughs> Soon uh, I hope you understand me. <sighs> it's necessary. Okay. According to the Houston Chronicle, Simpson said that my, that may, Simpson said that may of his, uh, many of his Republicans, damn it, people, would you editors do a better job at editing your articles? Simpson said that many of his Republican colleagues were in support of repealing prohibition and also considered the war on drugs to be a a dismal failure, which I think we all agree on that. I mean, anytime the U.S. government declares a war on anything, it's just be ready for a failure. War on communism, that was a failure. didn't really work. War on drugs, (laughs) that's obviously been a failure. didn't work. We're on terrorism, has done nothing but make terrorism worse. It's done nothing, even if even if you believe nine eleven happened the way they tell us it happened. Our actions since nine eleven, as a country, as a nation, has propelled and perpetuated the increase in terrorism activity. Like it or not. Deal with it. We're listening to The First 52
12: Glass
1: radio GlassRadioLive.com.
11: It's, it's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda.
15: It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh,
10: yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you.
11: You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws.
10: I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. <laughs> and this goes along... If this
13: is going to be another cum com- trail... just going to be another cum trail...
10: I've, I've got lesbians and he's got cum trails.
15: Okay, why don't you just we're, move we're along? I
10: love animals getting away when you're doing a radio what show. What I
13: think is gonna, they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset.
15: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a
10: lot of fun. <laughs> I, I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first fifty-two. RazRadioLive.com.
11: September 11, 2001, 19 men armed with box cutters directed by a man on dialysis in a cave fortress halfway around the world using a satellite phone and a laptop directed the most sophisticated penetration of the most heavily defended airspace in the world, overpowering the passengers and the military combat train pilots on four commercial aircraft before flying those planes wildly off course for over an hour without being molested by a single fighter interceptor. These 19 hijackers, devout religious fundamentalists who like to drink alcohol, snort cocaine, and live with pink-haired strippers, managed to knock down three buildings with two planes in New York. While in Washington, a pilot who couldn't handle a single-engine Cessna was able to fly a 757 in an 8,000-foot-descending 270-degree corkscrew turn to come exactly level with the ground. Hitting the Pentagon in the Budget Analyst Office, where DOD staffers were working on the mystery of the $2.3 trillion that Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld had announced missing from the Pentagon's coffers in a press conference the day before, on September 10, 2001. Luckily, the news anchors knew who did it within minutes. Osama bin Laden. The pundits knew within hours.
4: Osama bin Laden.
11: The administration knew within the day.
4: terrorists who committed
9: these acts and those who harbor them.
11: And the evidence literally fell into the FBI's lap. That a hijacker's passport was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site, if you can believe that. But for some reason, a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists demanded an investigation into the greatest attack on American soil in history. That investigation was delayed, underfunded, set up to fail, a conflict of interest, and a cover-up from start to finish. It was based on testimony extracted through torture, the records of which were destroyed. It didn't bother to look at who funded the attacks, because that question is ultimately of little practical significance. Still, the 9-11 Commission did brilliantly, answering all of the questions the public had, except most of the victim's family members' questions, and pinned blame on all the people responsible, although no one so much as lost their job, determining the attacks were... Failure of imagination. Because... Nobody in our government, at least, and I don't think the prior government that could
8: envision flying airplanes in the buildings.
11: Except the Pentagon, FEMA, NORAD, and the NRO. The DIA destroyed 2.5 terabytes of data on Able Danger, but that's okay because it probably wasn't important. The SEC destroyed their records on the investigation into the insider trading before the attacks, but that's okay because destroying the records of the largest investigation in SEC history is just part of routine record-keeping. NIST has classified the data that they used for their model of WTC-7's collapse, but that's okay because knowing how they made their model of the collapse would jeopardize public safety The FBI has argued that all material related to their investigation of 9-11 should be kept secret from the public, but that's okay because the FBI probably has nothing to hide. This man never existed, nor is anything he had to say worthy of your attention, and if you say otherwise, you are a paranoid conspiracy theorist and deserve to be shunned by all of humanity. Likewise him, 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 and her. And her, and her, and him. Osama bin Laden lived in a cave fortress in the hills of Afghanistan, but somehow got away. Then he was hiding out in Tora Bora, but somehow got away. Then he lived in Abbottabad for years, taunting the most comprehensive intelligence dragnet employing the most sophisticated technology in the history of the world for a decade, releasing video after video with complete impunity and getting younger and younger as he did so, before finally being found in a daring SEAL team raid which wasn't recorded on video, in which he didn't resist or use his wife as a human shield, and in which these crack special forces operatives panicked and killed this unarmed man, supposedly the best source of intelligence about those dastardly terrorists on the entire planet. Then they dumped his body in the ocean before telling anyone about it. Then a couple dozen of that team's members died in a helicopter crash in Afghanistan. This is the story of 9-11, brought to you by the media which told you the hard truths about... His head could be seen to move violently
8: forward. And...
11: They took the babies out of incubators.
8: And... Mobile production facilities. And... The rescue of Jessica Lynch.
11: If you have any questions about this story, you are a batshit, paranoid, tinfoil, dog-abusing baby hater, and will be reviled by everyone. If you love your country and or freedom, happiness, rainbows, rock and roll, puppy dogs, apple pie, and your grandma, you will never, ever express doubts about any part of this story to anyone. Ever. This has been a public service announcement by the friends of the FBI, CIA, NSA, DIA, SEC, MSM, White House, NIST, and the 9-11 Commission. Because ignorance is great.
10: Send this song out to all our politicians. This this song is for our politicians. I hope you realize that. If their lips are moving, they're lying to you. So don't you forget that.
1: Because they suck.
10: All right, anyway. I love that song. That's one of my favorite songs. And, you know, my wife knows this. I'll admit it. She's a sexy, sexy, chunky girl. I like her. Yeah, 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 I know. It's all pop music, right, right? Yeah, that's how it goes. We have to have fun. We talked about that in the last break, right? So anyway, you know, I was trying to get somebody together for tonight because, you know, they got a, a big event coming up here in the next month or so, and we want to make sure uh, we get promotion for these guys that are doing good things out there. And you all might hear, you might recognize this name. He's been with us a few different times, and, uh, you know, he kind of call bombs radio shows on a regular basis. And they're all shows we listen to, so I'm sure you've heard of them. Bob, how you doing tonight, brother?
13: So now I'm infamous amongst the, uh, crowd over there. <laughs> yes, you are totally infamous. We all
10: know when you will be <laughs> calling. And I, I mean, I hear you daily. You know, I, I hit you up when I, when I Sh- hear
13: Shannon it. Burke calls me the king of conspiracy, uh, <laughs> morons or, or whatever. That, that's a great title coming from him.
10: Yeah, it is. You know what? Any title coming from him, if he gives you any kind of respect, he never gave me much respect at all. Uh, you know, that's a good thing. So at least he's giving well. you a title.
13: Yeah, I mean, it was done in the only the most patronizing of ways, but that's okay. Well, that's how Shandaburg uh, works. Yeah, sure. So yesterday I called into Drew's show, and okay. I started off with a very serious uh, comment. It was about the N-word. I, they were talking about you know the N-word and the meaning of the N-word, and I, I talked about the meaning of uh, the term nigger rich okay. and where that actually comes from. And it actually has n- no bearing on somebody's racial connotation, it has more to do with simply spending money that you don't have. When you have no food in the fridge, you're buying a flashy car that you can't really afford, mm-hmm. and that's what the term really meant right. in the 1920s and the 19-teens. That was the literal definition, and then it's been changed. So I started off with that, and then he made a little comment, and then I've decided that I'm going to start every call off commenting on something about the show, something mainstream, and and then I'm going to in a matter of a second, spit out as much of the truth as I possibly can. And I went from that, and I said, oh, yeah, because there's a conspiracy, the same people that did 9-11 and blew up Building 7 and put Florida <laughs> in the water to dumb us down and continue to dumb us down in the indoctrination camps. And I, I basically just fit as much as I possibly could in the following 30 seconds after that kind of fluffy call. Uh, and... um Hey, it was received well by both Drew and his uh, new producer. Uh in fact they they asked for the call to be racked. Oh, well, uh, I'm not, not sure what that means,
10: but I haven't listened to Drew in a while, so he's got a new producer now? Another one?
13: Uh I I maybe it might be the same one you heard. Uh, his name's Seth.
10: Oh yeah, yeah, he's been with him for like two or three months now. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Well, you know, Bob, I like hearing when you call in and and uh you know, I know you hit a lot of these different Oh, hi, honey. I know you had a lot of these different uh uh terrestrial talk shows and it, it's it's you know, you get very well received uh by Bubba. I think they treat you pretty well over
13: there. Um, well they've they've now limited me to a thirty second rant, which I need to take him up on because I've been labeled by Bubba kind of a Debbie Downer, which is okay. I understand. I don't necessarily fit within the confines of, of talking about uh, you know, all the topics and I definitely don't fit within the confines of 25 show per se but nonetheless i i kind of like the idea of doing 30 seconds getting it out i i need to take him up on this where i just call in and do a 30 second rant injecting as much truth as i possibly can on a daily basis into the bubble show but i i kind of like
10: that yeah you're well known for that too so if you could even if not a daily basis even a couple times a week i think that would be great for you you know i it would be something that would help you grow your your appearance. You know, I, they know who you are, uh, as well as the rest of them. You know, Burke's group group knows who you are. I mean, you've had Shifty on your show. It's not like you're not known. So it, it's kind of a cool thing. Listen, hold on for a sec, Bob, because, you know, Lexi, since we've moved off Saturday, she doesn't get to join me very often in studio, and she heard you were going to be on with me, and she had to come in and say hi to Bob, didn't you?
15: Angry Bob.
13: <laughs> Angry Bob.
15: Yes, you've been called Angry Bob. When you called oh, I'm, in to Drew.
13: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I like that.
15: You didn't know that?
13: <laughs> no. I don't know what... I'm I'm oblivious, Bob. Anyways,
15: <clears throat> I couldn't not say hi to Bob.
13: Yeah. Hi, how are you?
15: Dr. Bob Tuscan.
13: <laughs> Dr. Bob. There we go. <laughs> now we're talking. What's <laughs> going on with you guys? You doing all right?
15: Yeah, we're doing good. Yeah. How have you been?
13: I can't complain. I had a scare on uh, Friday. I was stuck in the hellhole known as New York, um, Ugh. couldn't get out. Is that when you got and, molested uh, by TSA? Well, uh, no, this was the second time I, I, oh man, I got some TSA stories. Every time I travel now, I got TSA stories. And, um, each time I get a different treatment. Every single time though, I opt out. And I try to film it, uh, sometimes more successfully than others. Uh, I've run into a catch 22. Situation that the TSA has where. Well, because you travel you alone
10: t- a lot, right?
13: Yeah, I travel alone. So you can tech, I posted on Facebook about this. You can technically film TSA. They say, oh yeah, you can film this, not a, pro- a violation of protocol. But but you
10: can't film us. Somebody else has to film it. You can't you
13: film, film it. it because that's interfering with the screening process.
10: Right, yeah.
13: So, so I said, well, there's no accountability then. They said, oh, there's cameras everywhere. Yeah. Whose cameras? yours Your cameras? Um, so it's kind of this, catch-22 BS situation with with TSA, and basically, I came to the the dead end of, hey, well, you can either get groped without getting to film the groping, or you uh, can uh, not fly, and you know what, everybody can be idealistic as they want on paper, not flying is ideal, not supporting this is ideal, however flying is kind of a luxury that we deserve. It's a freedom issue to me. I should be able to fly if I need to travel to do something. I have to fly to go to the Freer Mind Conference in Philly. Why the hell should we, the slaves, have to do what Big Brother says uh, or not fly? Yeah, Uh, and
10: that's a hard thing because Lexi will tell you. We, When we have a vacation coming up, we plan it so that we don't have to fly because i i just won't put my son my wife or myself through that situation
15: I, i'm just afraid to try to get well, yeah, you you're afraid TSA. i'm gonna get
10: arrested is the problem yeah. is- i actually am <laughs> she's worried to take me through tsa i think that's a great statement
13: i, well, I think if you're worried about him could you imagine what my wife goes through <laughs> oh, that I'm-
15: no i'm amazed <laughs>
13: Dude, and you, if you see the last video i'm in new york and i'm lecturing the guy on september 11th in the federal reserve as he's touching my junk
10: oh jeez. <laughs> yeah yeah that would be me i'd like you to be there filming She'd be like god do you really have I, to do this
15: <laughs> i've seen sean getting cited before for you know we we go down to the beach sometimes and there's one side where you're not allowed to drink and sometimes we drink anyways and this little what is he like a well, he's he, he, no,
10: he's a he's a uh, Department of Environment Environmental Protection, Florida FDL, uh, or FDL is it? Uh, Florida, Anyways, he yeah, walks up Department with this little badge
15: and yeah. his pad and his, you know, this and that. And Sean's like, Do you ever look up in the sky, man?" And well, no, you tell the this?
8: story right. <laughs> <laughs>
15: <laughs> like he is not bringing
13: up Kim. He was writing right me now. a
10: ticket for drinking beer on the beach, and I noticed <laughs> that his it, Florida Department of uh, Land or whatever it is—I forget what it's. What yeah, it's called. you think
13: these guys would be concerned about the fact that well, we're poisoning the environment? Yeah,
10: they're part of the, de- the Department of of uh, Environmental Protection for the state of Florida. So he's writing me a ticket for drinking a beer. And I said, well, you know, if we're going to do this, let's have a discussion. He said, okay, what do you want to talk about? I said, well, do you ever look? And it was a chemtrail day. I said, do you ever look up and see these lines yeah. that are, that are growing and, and sprayed in the sky? He goes, you know, I have noticed them. I said, well, you're environmental protection, aren't you? He said, well, yeah. I said, well, don't you think that's something you might want to look into? He said, well, what do you think I should do? I said, I think you should watch these movies. So I, and this was three or four years ago. I told him to watch uh, what in the world they spraying, why in the world they spraying. And I saw him a few months later, and I said, so did you get a chance to watch those movies? He's like, you know what? I did. I watched the first one, and there were some very impelling questions in there, but, you know, a lot of conspiracy type stuff. He's like, so, you know, I don't know where I can go with that. I'm like, well, maybe you should research it some more. You know, but at least he watched it. I'll give him credit for that.
13: Well, we got to give credit to our local EPA board. Um, We actually have one of the few counties in Florida that has a big-time EPA board because it's the college town, and you have all these academic types that are all about sustainability and all this bs protect the environment it's all done in a in a very fake way because they're not really concerned as we've established but the point being we 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 did a whole presentation in front of the board i i think the video is somewhere on youtube still and we had them sit down and watch major portions of michael murphy's film uh we had the the full-on presentation with them and and I forget the outcome, but it was something along the lines of them acknowledging the uh, geoengineering taking place. We, sh- we presented to them our own w- rainwater tests that we gathered and the, the results of the test. And it was, you know, they, they were forced to listen to us and anybody can do this. You know, if, if we're going to have these bodies of, of bureaucrats, you might as well force them to listen. Listen to you. They they allow for you to present stuff like this. Why not take them up on it?
10: Yeah, you get three five minutes. Depends on your county or your, your your you know your, your organization of your local thing. So yeah, you can step in there. It's happened in Arizona. Uh, you know, it's happened in many different places. And I But know- it's
13: not just the city commission meeting, Sean. You for this EPA board, we actually were able to book an entire meeting and have the entire agenda surround our issue that we were presenting to them. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, no,
10: then that's what we should be doing. Uh, just recently, uh, today or yesterday, a story came out uh, about the top climate scientists warning against ejecting stratospheric particles into the atmosphere. Well, why are they warning about it if they're not trying to do it? That's what I always ask people. If they're so warning the about it, why would they warn about something that they haven't tried yet? How could they know what would happen? They have to be testing it. So anyway, Bob, I wanted you on. we only got a couple minutes left. I wanted to bring you on tonight. Uh, uh, April f- 13th, 14th, and 15th, is it?
13: 10th, 11th, and 12th.
10: I was close. you got to give me... I was you're going both. off memory. I was close.
13: No, you're close. <laughs> 10th, 11th, and 12th in Philadelphia, PA. It's the Freer Mind Conference. Uh, this is going to be an announcement I'm about to make here that has not been done anywhere else. So uh, the Exclusive Radio to Raz Radio
10: Live. Radio Live.
13: Yeah, this, well, at least this, this breaking, breaking. Uh, announcement. Not
15: exclusive. <laughs> breaking.
10: Breaking. This, is, this
13: is coming out to uh, Raz Radio uh, first, and uh, you heard it first on Raz Radio. Uh, Dan Fogler, you guys know that name by chance? It doesn't ring a bell, i got to be honest. All right, so here's what I've been told to um, tell people when okay. they say that. He, he's in Balls of, Fury, Balls of Fury, the ping pong movie.
10: Oh yeah, that stupid, funny, drunk movie, right?
13: I think so. And yeah. if you look up of Fury, if you ping pong movie, da, Dan Fogler, and I, I didn't know who he was. And you look him up; he's a he's an actor. He had a TV show. You'll you'll recognize his face more than likely. I'm googling him right now. Keep going. Dan Fogler. He's um he won a Tony Award. He's got all sorts of. He's been in a lot of A list stuff actually. And long story short. About a year and a half ago, he made a film called Don Peyote. Not Don Quixote, but Don Peyote, like the drug. <laughs> right. And it's this underground film that he made that's everything conspiracy, everything uh, entheogen, and so on and so forth. Oh
10: okay, yeah, He's uh, been he's been actually in a lot of uh, 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 cartoon movies, it looks like.
13: Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, Kung Fu Panda, yeah he's, done some, he's done a lot of voiceovers, you know, he... You know, he's a pretty famous guy. I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't. I could care less about the, the culture of celebrity. But nonetheless, he's coming to the Free Your Mind conference on Friday. You can hang out with Dan Fogler and watch his movie Don Peyote, which is everything conspiracy and psychedelic, and it's really really cool. Anne Hathaway is in the movie. Um, he produced it and directed it and wrote it, and it's got uh, Freeman, who's going to be speaking at the conference, in it. And a few other people that you'll recognize in the conspiracy movement. Uh, so that's gonna be really cool. We're gonna screen his movie. He's gonna be there, you know. They don't have look.
10: it, on, they don't have it on his IBMD or IMBD yet.
13: Yeah, it's there. Don, Don Peyote. Look, look for it. All right, I'll,
10: I'll go through it a little harder there because I don't see Don,
13: it. Don, yeah. Don Peyote. Yeah, he Don made Peyote. the movie and it's, it's kick ass. Uh, like I said, Anne Hathaway, she's pretty. She's pretty A-list. Not that it matters, but well, got,
10: you know, Bob, you you put that down, but I think that's an important thing. I I think that matters that people of celebrity status um come to our side per se. You know what I mean? I think that is I think,
13: important. I think so too. It 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 shows that you know not everybody's uh, in on the conspiracy and trying to gatekeep. That sometimes. There are famous people or even well to do people. I don't know where they are. They should be funding Raz Radio and Bob Tuscan and everyone else. But even well to do people that are down and know what's going on and, and so on and so forth. So he'll be screening the movie on Friday night after the, the talks that day, which include an anti media, um, alternative media panel with a, a couple different sites the Free Thought Project, anti media. A few others. Don and, Peyote uh,
10: tells a story, Warren Alman, an unemployed stoner who finally finds a purpose in life after an unpleasant encounter with a homeless man preaching the end is near. Fueled by vivid apocalyptic, apocalyptic dreams, Warren becomes obsessed with 2012 doomsday theories and decides to make a documentary on the subject while his fi- fiance is busy planning their wedding. That's the IMDB uh, breakdown yep. of the movie. And I want to watch it now, honestly.
13: <laughs> yeah, no, it's really cool. It, I mean, it, it's very entertaining and very cool. And it has a lot of references to stuff that we would talk about on these shows. So excellent. Yeah. yeah that that so, sounds I hope good. We'll be at the conference. Excellent. And, well, uh, we'll,
10: we'll check it out. Definitely. Uh, Bob, you're on, uh, nine o'clock tonight, uh, Monday, Tuesday, yep. Friday. You're on Raz. Otherwise, you can find Bob on, uh, Republic Broadcasting Network. Monday through Friday, nine to ten. Uh, but of course, please come Monday through, Monday, Tuesday, Friday and listen on Raz. <laughs> Cause that's just, you know, I gotta promote my own thing there, brother.
13: <laughs> of course. No, I, I promote it too, man. Absolutely.
10: And I appreciate your time, man. Uh, we'll have you back on again, maybe the week before the Free Your Mind con- Conference and, uh, you know, go over what you got going on. We'll do the whole two hours if you want, if you can.
13: All right. I'll, I'll try. I'm, I'm running around like my, like a chicken with his head cut off right now. I, I haven't even been able to, finish my presentation um you know organizing dealing with everything i had a sick two-year-old being stuck in new york and everything else it's it's been madness brother but thank you very much for all your support we really appreciate you guys and you know what if there's something i can do to represent you guys at the at the conference maybe we can i don't know have um a table or something for you guys. Uh, we'll, we'll talk off air and we'll see if we can somehow have Raz Radio represented there.
10: I would appreciate that, Bob. Thank you very much, man. And, and we will. We'll talk soon. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. I expect to hear you, you know, when I'm listening to my terrestrial shows calling in and harassing somebody.
13: I plan on doing that and I, I will take Bubba up on his 30 seconds of conspiracy crammed into a show filled with Jiffy Pop and everything else.
10: I think that sounds great, my friend. All right, brother. You have a great weekend or a great week and a, a great weekend if I don't talk to you before then and we will talk to you soon. All right, take care guys. Peace out, Bob. There goes Bob Tuscan. You know, like I said, he's been a big part of our station since it all began and I love the guy. He is definitely part of what we do in this world. He He's influenced me a lot and just give the guy some love and some respect. Honey, you want to say anything before we wrap up?
15: Uh, Well, good night. <laughs> it was nice to have you join us. It doesn't
10: happen very often. Part of it. You guys are listening to the first 52 on Tuesdays. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out.
3: Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet, the loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced, to love or to hate I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time the dirt to see grace, What I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake, What I'm risking it all, with no time to waste, fuck this rad race, I'm leaving this place, it's time to blast off, Destination. I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But well, right from day one, I've been in this alone With arms stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent light. Now's time to connect. It's an SOS, the data's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us, in the universe to blind us. From the moon, we will watch the whole. Moving free, unguided through the beautiful asylum, and the light shone from a passing UFO, lost in the glow of the unknown.
4: everybody, this is Lawrence Ross from the Lawrence Ross Waterhead Show on Live.com, Heard every Friday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. If they
5: went on strike, it would be a month before anybody
4: fucking... Love you guys so much. Thanks. First 52's the bump diggity. high So am I and so with the shorts of the girls who walk by. Where the black is hot with no shade at all. Reminiscent of the summers that came before. Where the hustle's strong, or you won't survive. Graffiti tells the story of a million lives. Through the sounds of cement, the concrete's alive. Where the ponds are formed, the rats running high. Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life. Where the express bus runs twice a night. To the stadium that's packed every Monday night. To the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight. Where you can get what you want if the price is right. And screaming "fuck" used another way to be polite.
1: Touchdown, back to my home ground. We're all through
7: the summer. People buying up the next round in the city. the home of the true multicultural women looking fly men swarming like some vultures we affected by a million different cultures crafted in the sound just like it was a sculpture taste of damn poor you. We out to live life from the east to the west We down to take flight Hit the boardwalk, filled up at Queens Key. Heading to the island, coming back around at three Cherry beach, sunbathing, volleyball Every Saturday, this always seems to be the call Just a few perks when you're in my zone This is where I'm at and this is where I'm calling home